As a listener of our show, odds are you're either new to Dungeons & Dragons and asking yourself, is this really how D&D is supposed to work? Or you're a longtime player asking yourself, do they know this is not how D&D is supposed to work? Well, we have some good news. This episode is sponsored by Crucible Magazine, a monthly magazine focused on 5th edition D&D. Each issue is filled with special content for DMs and players alike, along with comics, letters from the readers, interviews, and so much more. With so many tips, tricks, and game ideas, we'll finally be able to figure out what the heck is going on in our D&D game. As a savvy consumer, you're probably now asking yourself, how do I get on the forefront of this amazing project? Well, I'm glad you asked yourself that. If you're listening to this when this episode is being released, then you're able to jump on the Crucible Kickstarter running now until March 15th. The magazine will be available in print, as a digital PDF, and as a Foundry VTT module. You can find out more info on the Kickstarter campaign by going to cruciblemag.com backslash intelcheck. And just because we like you so much, we're going to put a link for you in the episode notes as well. Worried about backing another project that never makes it through the funding phase? Well, you have nothing to worry about at all this time. To the surprise of no one, Crucible is already fully funded. Are you wondering why you should back a project that's already fully funded? Man, you ask a lot of questions. Well, not only will you get the first several issues of Crucible at a much lower price, but you will be helping to unlock the many amazing stretch goals that their team has put together to ensure that everyone gets more bang for their buck. I myself have backed this project and cannot wait to get my first issue. Now, if you're listening to this after the Kickstarter, don't worry. You can still go to CrucibleMag.com to check out all the great content and get a subscription for yourself or a lucky D&D player in your life. So head over to CrucibleMag.com backslash IntelCheck and see all the great things they're putting together for you. I'm positive that anyone who decides to back this project will feel confident that they got a critical role on their intelligence check. In the tabletop RPG Dungeons & Dragons, messing with the DM's plans is considered especially chaotic. In the podcast Intelligence Check, the gnome druid who dedicates himself to this behavior is a member of a one-person squad that he insists we call the Special Name Unit. The nickname isn't really taking off. Dun-dun! I couldn't use the real sound effect. I think it's trademarked or something. Greetings, Podquesters! Last episode, the four riders of the apocalypse had revealed themselves and shocked ally and enemy alike before vanishing to gods nowhere. Our heroes remained in the top room of the Armored Colossus, along with Phelan Ashara, Vialex's parents, the Queen of the Gildalins, and Deverick's dead body. Seeing as the entirety of existence was threatened, Jack proposed a ceasing of hostilities as there were now more pressing concerns. The Queen responded they'd get in contact with the leaders in Silverkeep to work something out. And sure enough, when our heroes arrived back at the city, preparations for a peace negotiation were underway. There seemed to be no end in sight to the talks, but things got nudged in the right direction and a resolution was hurriedly decided upon when a giant skeletal turtle invaded the city. Is that normal? I don't understand bureaucracy. Before the adventurers could rush to aid in defending the city, Black Sister Natasha showed up and said they were instead needed to buy some time for the Chosen, who were preparing to confront the first. Seemed a little reckless, but when has that stopped this crew? First stop was Heaven to confront Polino, but when they spotted him, he wasn't channeling his power into the Nexus that would end all reality, he was just... standing there. Turned out he wasn't exactly gung-ho about his sibling's plan to reboot the universe in their own image, he just wanted to be left alone. Huh, never figured him for an introvert. He told the gang what they needed to be able to damage the first to even have some chance of defeating them. Get sponsored by a deity and become a sort of temporary chosen. 
Then Name kicked Polino in the butt. Well, our heroes are already in heaven, and that's like the god's gated community, so might as well start knocking on some doors. Will our heroes find any gods to sponsor them? And if so, who will be the lucky deities? Let's find out as we roll an intelligence check. Last time on Intelligence Check, you guys found yourself in heaven with the Rider of War, Polino, and the chosen Natasha, sister of Black. Uh, they informed you that you're going to have to go to different dimensions to stop the uh, first before they destroy all existence. Polino and Natasha did recommend that in order to defeat them, you will need the power of the gods, for only the Chosen can permanently wound the first. So, Natasha has asked you all to select the god that it is that you will bow before and beg for power. Wait a minute, we have to bow and beg? That That's wasn't in the last one. Right. Ask politely. <laughs> I'm already demand, on my knees. Whatever, whatever route you were the one you used. Text you up. <laughs> <laughs> you up. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start with Name. I bend the knee for no one. <laughs> Name is his own god. That's <laughs> true. And mine. So uh, Natasha walks over to you, Name, and she stops a short distance away and goes, uh, So, Name, do you know what god you believe that you should go speak with? Who it is that uh, you, you, you could follow? No. Oh, all right, then we'll move on. Bye. <laughs> no, I wanted the god of leadership, because that, that's the part of me that's weak. Okay, uh, well, it would probably be Paladine. He's the uh, uh, leader of the gods. Um, good luck. So he's not important? Oh, he's... I mean, if he's talking to me, he's probably not that important. Well, I don't really know that he'll actually give you any time. He is pretty busy, but we'll do our okay, best. Okay, bye. Bye. And uh, Natasha waves her hands and another portal ripples into existence. And uh, through it, you see what actually looks like a very tiny room. And it's pretty plain, not a lot going on, no, nothing hanging on the walls or anything like that. There's I see this, what you did, so I can't steal anything. Damn straight. No. <laughs> um, and that's it. Good luck. No. Uh, it's it's a, you're sequestered, no longer playing. <laughs> Natasha seals the portal and goes, finally! No. Um, at the other end of... That's my NPC. At the other end of the room, uh, there is a door. And uh, in front of that door, a short distance ahead of it, is a large desk. And behind it sits a very old-looking man who is scribbling down notes. Um, you also see a series of posts, metal posts, throughout the broom sticking out of the ground. And between these posts are a series of ropes. And because of the way these are set up, they basically make two lines in the room. One that goes from the portal straight to the man at the desk. And another one that kind of zigzags back and forth a very long path, but also ends at the desk. In the middle is sort of a large clearing with nothing in it except three wandering penguins who are just kind of waddling about bumping into each other. 
What do you do? I turn into a penguin and bump in with them. All right. Uh, you hop into the portal. The portal closes behind you, and you waddle over, and you start hanging out with the penguins, and the penguins are... Well, actually, give me a persuasion roll. Let's see how the penguins interact with this new interloper. That is a solid eight. Wonderful. Uh, the penguins don't seem like they are too thrilled with your existence, and they're kind of wandering away from you. Oh. I'd give my, I turn into a puffin and kick the ground a little bit and sadly wander away. <laughs> All right, give me another persuasion check, but with disadvantage. Oh, there's my nat 20, oh, no! so let's get rid of that. 20, another nat 20. <gasps> a 19 for the All second right. Awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, because you are so sad looking and now so tiny and cute... And you do the giant, big puffin eyes that you've been practicing your whole life. The penguins kind of waddle over and kind of give you little, like, head nudges. And, like, one puts their arm around you and they kind of skirt you to the middle of the three. Because that's what penguins do to help people stay warm. I nestle back in and fall asleep. All right. So I guess we move to the uh, next player then. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> it's like, man, time is of the essence. I'm not taking Well, it's warm. I'm nestled. It's the body heat. Like... It would be cuddly. It's like being in your in your mother's embrace. I, I have to say, if there's ever like a send off for Nami, I feel like that's it. Yeah. Like it's not gonna be anything epic. It's just gonna be him spooning something and never coming back. A Viking funeral with four penguins on a boat, and he's just cuddled and then it's set on fire. So why to kill four penguins? Are you going to kill more than that? I guess I, I eventually wake up and I. The first thing I do is I get rid of the zigzagging posts and I make them into an orderly line so you can just go up and down like a U-shape. They're actually stuck in the ground. You no, can't... I do the little ropes and I, I rechange the ropes. Oh, you're changing the ropes. Okay. <laughs> uh, you go over to change the ropes. Go ahead and give me an intelligence check. <gasps> Bing! Come on. That's our podcast. Name. It is. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Three. Seems classic. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. I was going to say you could actually use wisdom, history, or religion if you want to. Well, wisdom oh. helps. This is a plus five. All right. Don't you have like history like plus eight oh, or well, something it's checks like that yeah history of religion okay. Okay. oh yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> actually yes. i remember making fun of you for having a ridiculously bonus so you didn't even know that you had it yeah there is let me see what that is i apologize this is, i don't ever use this who uses these fun things <laughs> most people who play D D correctly these character sheet things <laughs> what the what are these who plays games oh can i use my technology Game. advantage no <laughs> But it's how the ropes work. No. <laughs> ropes are not technology. Mm. With well, the <laughs> yeah. Ask the first person who no, ever no, saw the, one. Oh, shoot. Oh, I'm going to give you advantage. I was literally about to say they're tied like a sailor's knot, and oh. Nami is a oh. sailor. All right. Yep, advantage. Go for it. I'm take it. Shot myself in the foot. Oh, Three. It's Three. The same all right, uh, you know that you cannot possibly figure out how to untie these knots. I'm going to spend five minutes trying to memorize and learn the knot. <laughs> okay. Because I think I need to know a knot that's unknottable. All right, that, that's fair. A uh, knot, knottable knot? Uh, give me a Bringing it back. Uh, give me a d20, just a luck roll. Plain d20. I'm going to use a different die because it's, it's yes, threes or twenties, apparently. And or six. Or six again. <laughs> All right. You can't, you can't learn this knot. It's, it's I'm gonna, I actually have luck. I'm going to... Burn All right, luck. go for it. If you want to burn a luck on this, after I gave me like a four, I'm rolling up. Get these all out of the way early on, because we're going to need them for the battle later. So how did you envision this going? You know what? Probably. Pretty close to what's happening. Okay, okay. All right. Um, can, I can't pull. I, I pull out a pair of wooden scissors, because I can't use metal. <laughs> the wooden scissors can't cut through the rope. Fair enough. And then I do this. I like how much time you're spending dedicating to destroying this line. 
I want to use my perception on the rest of the room. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a d20. It's just sitting there watching you. Yeah, oh my god, you're cursed. I got a six. Yep, you see. With perception. uh, Perception is a plus 10, so 16. What? Wow. I have a 20 wisdom. Oh, that's amazing. Then you do actually notice that the man who has been sitting at the desk uh, scribbling the whole time keeps kind of looking up at you and side-eyeing you, but not (laughs) acknowledging you. But he definitely, he knows you're there and he is watching you very closely while trying to not make it appear as though he is. All right. Well, then I I apparently just do the ropes up to his desk. I I I go the path to his desk. Okay, the straight one or the wiggle? Oh, the wiggle. Okay. I have to wiggle. (laughs) The, the, The straight one's to leave. All right. Then uh, you kind of wander up the wiggle line and you get to the desk and uh, he looks up and goes, ID, please, and puts his hand up. He can't see me because I went right up to the desk and the desk, I'd imagine, is higher than me. So I have to turn back into a human and you see one little hand on top of the desk and then the other little hand. And then I have to roll, is it dexterity or strength to try to climb up? Either one. You can choose strength or, I mean, athletics or acrobatics. Also, I human Um, is one of his known forms. (laughs) Strength is lower, so I'm going to roll strength. So 16 minus 1 is 15. All right. You manage to climb up on the desk. And And it looks pathetic. (laughs) It's just so sad. Are you still a puffin? No, I turned human for the hands. You did say that. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no. 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 I turned human. I actually turned into a human. (laughs) (laughs) So it looks really awkward. Yeah. (laughs) You climb up the human-sized desk. Um, uh, He still looks at you and puts his hand out as if nothing weird has happened and says, ID, please. I left it on the ground, then I have to climb back down. <laughs> oh my god. And then I climb back up. Okay. ID, please. But I have to roll to see if I make the climb. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, at least 15 rolling minus climbing. one is 14. Right. But like, I, it's so a you're wasting your good rolls. Kyle this he doesn't want anybody else to be the god. <laughs> I'm setting the bar somewhere. Yeah. It's a bar. Certainly so somewhere, yeah. Um, right, uh, you climb on the desk, and he looks... He surprisingly doesn't look annoyed or confused or anything at all. He just puts his hand out again and says, ID, please, and if anything, because you rolled so high on your perception, I know you will every time because you had that crazy bonus, you notice there's almost a little smirk on his face. So I don't have an ID, so I'm going to make a Fergus toy because I now have advantage on that, and I, put, I want to put the Fergus toy in his hand. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll. Now's the time. Let's see it. There's a two, but I have advantage. And a 14. All right. Uh, you make a decent-looking Fergus toy, and he, he takes it and he looks at it and he goes, Oh, Fergus, well done. This is nice, but it's not the ID. The line you stood in was for those with IDs. I'm afraid you need the other line to obtain the ID before you go back and use the other line. Oh, okay. And then I just jump off and I get in the line. Okay. So you get in the other line. You I have to up. climb on the desk right yep. again. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. I have an 18. All right. Minus one is seven. So far, you've maxed out your climbing checks. <laughs> Top line. Well, I have a 14 dexterity, but I'm using the eight strength. There you go. Uh, so you climb up on the desk, and he says, uh, he looks at you and goes, I'm sorry, no cutting. The other three penguins were here first. Oh, it's fair. And I get back down. <laughs> Roll. No, I just fall. Okay. Yeah, just jump the one time he actually follows rules. <laughs> um, I go try to talk to the penguins and right. figure out who was first. Do you have to speak with animals? I do. <gasps> Let but me... not penguins. 
<laughs> Did you prepare penguin voices? <laughs> no. Speak with animals. It is a level, level one what spell. What does penguins sound like again? You're about to find out. All right. Yeah. Hello. It's for 10 minutes. I just... All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Welcome. Now. All right. Then uh, you walk up to the first penguin. And the penguin says, I got your third. And you walk over to the second one. He goes, I've got your second. And you walk over to the third one. And he goes, I was here first. Okay, well, it's your turn. I'm fourth. Would you mind getting in line? Go ahead and give me a persuasion roll. 16 plus the 10 for persuasion. So. All right. Then you manage to get the penguins to uh, line up, and they go down the no, aisle. That was just for the first guy. I didn't talk to the other two yet. You, you want to do individual? Yeah. I was gonna, all right, go for it. Oh, my God. See you guys later. <laughs> 14. All right. I'm going to take a nap. And 23. All right. Yeah. Then all three penguins <laughs> agree to your terms and wander down the uh, short line, get to the thing, and you see the uh, old man hand each one of them an ID, which they take in their little mouth, and then they waddle back to the other line. And uh, then as you approach, he hands you your ID, and it's literally just a little piece of paper that says ID. I can't read this. <laughs> I'll just go. I'll just go. <laughs> This is like performance art. I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. I go get in line. I don't right. even want to play uh, today. I, I don't. I just want to listen this. to this. Can this entirely just be a spin-off podcast? <laughs> spin-off, not that this is the podcast. <laughs> Name needs bureaucracy. Yeah. Name. And accepts it. Yeah. Oddly accepts it. We just made it red tape the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> gave him boundaries. Are you going to be Hermes from Futurama? Oh, <laughs> nice. That'd be neat. Uh, so you go and you just get in the windy line? Yeah. All right, so you go down the windy line, you get to the desk, give me a roll. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. Two. Minus one is one, minus one. All right, oh. you try to climb up the desk, but you fall, take one damage. <laughs> I think my ID slips under the desk, and I have to go back okay. in line to get a new ID. Jesus Christ. I'm going to keep up. Right, Someone well, give me a you, shark pencil. You go down, you get into the straight line, you approach the desk, roll to climb the desk. Four. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're, not, you're just gonna give it to me because you're done. Nope, you fall and you take one damage. Oh, okay. Stop I, I go again. Oh Seven. All right, you climb up onto the desk, and the guy uh, looks at you and says, "Oh, this line's only for first ID. If you need a reissue, you're actually gonna have to go back into the winding line." Okay. <laughs> so you jumped off. Go up the straight line, back down the winding line, please. Roll oh, I see it sticking out of the desk, just the corner. <laughs> okay. And I go for. I try to pull it out. All right. That's what she Seven. said. <laughs> All right. You you managed to get nice. the ID back. Okay. And uh, climb the desk again. Well, no, that was in the line for the second ID. I have to go back in line to now hand the ID. Oh, you over. want to get back into that line? Okay. Yeah. Then uh, you head back down the line, turn around, head back up the same exact line, roll it. What do I get? Lunch. Get dinner too. You manage to climb the desk and he says, ID, please. And I hand it to him. All right. He looks at it and goes, Oh, I'm afraid those other penguins were ahead of you. Okay. And hands the ID back. I go get in line. All right. Then you go get in line and the penguins are wandering around again and again. Okay. So has it been, if it, I, my spell to speak with animals is good for 10 minutes. Has yeah. it been longer than 10? No, it has been 10 minutes. Yeah. It hasn't been 10 minutes. I feel like I'm at the DMV right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's the DM. Yeah. Um, and he's our beef. He's his own beef. What? I'd go to convince them again. Um, which one of you is next? I need to know who I get behind. I was first. Oh, well, who's the last? I need to get behind the last. Oh, that was me again. But you were first last time. Yeah, well, it's different this time. Oh, okay, that seems weird. He was first, <laughs> last. Weird. All right, All so right. I roll to convince. 
<laughs> yep. Persuade. All right. Seven twenty-seven. All right. Uh, they gesture for, or I guess you gesture for them. They uh, waddle down the line, and you follow them up. And one by one, they uh, hand the old man a card, and he opens the door and lets them through. And uh, finally, you walk up. I hand him the ID. All right. And he looks at it, and he smiles at you for a moment, and his little smirk that had been there the whole time, like just grows into this giant smile. And all of a sudden, you just start to feel this radiating energy. And the old man stands up and starts to transform, and he grows twice as tall as a normal human. His rippling muscles start to like bulk out of his like armor that is forming around him, this bright, shining platinum armor. And he uh, smiles down at you. And yeah, he looks at you with this big grin, just says, Leadership isn't just doing, Name. Often you have to inspire or persuade, often on your journey. You've led your friends by just rushing ahead and doing things. And that is a form of leadership, taking the lead. But other times it's finding who should be doing the task first or best and inspiring them to complete the goal. This is what you've done here today and I'm very proud of you. And he puts his hand on your shoulder and he like squats down so that he's as close to head level with you as he can and says, I cannot take you as my permanent chosen, but I understand the situation we are in now. And so I will bestow upon you a temporary status as a chosen of my religion. I am honored that you chose me, and I will be happy to help you learn to lead. And then we're going to end that scene there. Oh, no, I have to. Can I add? Oh, of course. I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to cast... Where was it? A polymorph from Yeah, it's always a good. I'm gonna have to do something. Power kill. <laughs> I try Better to fight back on the board. I'm gonna cast guidance on myself. Okay. And I look up and I'm gonna go. Um, I have to do this. Sorry. And I turn into a puffin and I attempt to preen him. Do not roll. You turn in as you are turning into a puffin. He scoops you up and places you on his shoulder. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, he leans into the preening and allows you to, and he gives you little scratch scratches on the nice. back of your neck as uh, as you do so. I actually found a bug. It was awkward. <laughs> you wouldn't have expected that. It was a divine bug. I was yeah. going to say that's probably like a patron. How delicious else. was it? <laughs> no, Bogo. I ate it. I ate it. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was his true chosen. Oh, no. There can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That made me happy. Fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, all right. Then we will uh, move on to the next scene here. What you all back in that room see is a portal open. You see that room. Nami jumps in. Natasha immediately closes the portal. And then no, my ID! <laughs> now he knows Nami, you know forgot your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> the paper gets cut off halfway through, just a deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, she walks over to Jag and says, "Jag, do, do you know who it is that you would like to ask for aid from?" I I'm only familiar with most of the Minotaur gods, which are. A little, little, I like to fight, but they're a little too, I'm one of the actual tamer minotaurs, if you can believe it, so they're a little too violent for my taste, but, uh, I, I mean, if there's one god that somehow could get me closer to my brother, I don't know if he died years ago, but it's where I learned my sense of humor from, and, and how to basically try to use that as some levity to, to deal with everything. Look, listen, my fighting and my, my jokes and, 
It's all coping mechanisms. I'm having a breakthrough here, and I really need to just... <laughs> I, if there's some way I could just... Because I've spent my whole life kind of destroying. I'd like to maybe find some sort of god or goddess who could maybe help me teach me to heal things for once. So are you open to then um, gods of the other uh, races of the planet? I... I, 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 you just give me a catalog. I'll, I'll take an elective. Yes. <laughs> you know what? She ha- pulls out a little pamphlet of the known gods and hands it over to and you. STD. <laughs> oh, I gotta take history of cinema. Uh, this is good. Uh, oh, and so I guess Jag is perusing the list, and I think stops at one of the names next to goddess of home and hearth, and I. Could you tell me a little more about this oh. Baronar True Silver? Yes, she's a a, a dwarven goddess. Uh, she she's actually married to Moradin, the the head dwarven deity. She is a a, a great, powerful, wise, and helpful goddess. I, I think she would be a delightful choice. Ah, uh, well, portal away, I suppose. And uh, again, Natasha does her hand waving thing, and another portal starts to ripple open. And what you see looks like a giant tavern room. Are there any um, lines? Any rope lines? There's no rope Step lines. Thank indeed. God. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, no, this looks like, um, uh, I shouldn't even say tavern room, a large inn room. And it is uh, ginormous inside. There are tables and benches everywhere. There's a giant fireplace with a blazing flame coming out of it. There's a little bar there. But people who are sitting there seem to be like, having water or hot drinks more than they have ales and uh it is populated with dwarves surprisingly but they're not being the typical rowdy dwarves drinking fighting or anything uh a lot of them are just sitting around the fire telling stories and several of them are just sharing meals with what appear to be friends or family and uh i assume you jump into the portal the yeah yeah i say well wish me luck friends let's see how this goes and i'll i guess i'll Am I... Do I have to, like, haunch down? No, no, no. She makes the portal big. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. entering this place with all the dwarves and no. stuff. Like, okay. No, no, no. no. The, the, this room is so large that that's not even uh, slightly an issue. Okay. And um, so you pop in, and the, she closes the portal, and you see cooks rushing back and forth, trying to uh, serve all the various people in there. And you notice that some of the people sitting by the fireplace seem to actually be practicing medicine and everything just seems like really lighthearted, just like calm and peaceful. And then you walk in and every head in the room turns towards you and they all stand and start walking towards you with giant smiles on their faces. And they're all going, Jack, oh, you God. made it. And they come running over and they're patting you. They're giving you hugs. They're like handing you food and drink. And they're like, oh, we're so glad. Uh, I think. Jags had to be stern for so long, and I think he's scoops them all up and be, oh, 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 starts crying a bit. Oh, I, 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 I just have a feeling of, of of home. I don't know if I've ever been here, but yet at the same time, I feel like I've always known this place. And they're like, of course you did. Please, your family. They're like here this way, and they gesture over to a clearing in the room that was not there momentarily ago. And you see across from each other are two pieces of wood that are kind of on a slant with holes in it. And they say, here, stand by this one and take these. And they hand you a bunch of bean bags. And they walk over to the other one. And they're like, come on. Come on, Jag. 
I, I uh, assume I need to throw these bags of beans <laughs> through the wooden holes. Of course. And, and so I guess I'll attempt to do that. Do All I right, need so to roll? Or? Yes, you can do it with either strength or dexterity. Oh, I'm going to go strength because that's a 20. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to smash the <laughs> take the easy way. Yeah, yeah come on. on. Hold on, I want to wait in line for cornhole. <laughs> wait. Yeah, how many penguins are ahead of them? Yeah. Uh, you can't go yet. It's not your turn. <laughs> okay, uh, I will. Uh, that is an unnatural 20. All right. Uh, you, like, whip the beanbag up to the air, crack your knuckles. As it comes back down, you grab it and slam it forward. It shoots forward, goes through the hole with such force that the board literally explodes open, <laughs> oh, killing getting through the hundred points. And all the oh, dwarves look I'll down fix at that. it. I'm sorry. Yeah, they kind of look down at it in the back of you, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, good I, job." I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. And real quick, I'm gonna see if I can. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, I've got these axes, and I'm just so used to. I just. I destroyed another thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. And I look. And so does anybody know where I can get some tools? And I, I just pick up the pieces, try to right. piece them back together. As you like, rush over to the pieces, they just kind of wisp away into smoke, and they are gone. And as you stand up and turn around, like, what happened? There's now a giant table behind you, and just dozens of pies sitting on it. And all the dwarves rush over, and they sit, and they're like, come, Jack, come. And they pat one of the seats. It, is the seat big enough for me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what's what's? Is it pie time? All right, everybody, put your hands behind your back. Ready? Oh, this is. Set. Are my horns going to be a problem? Because I don't know <laughs> if I should. Okay, and he dives in. All right. Uh, you have to st- try to gobble up these pies as quick as possible. So you can either choose strength or constitution. <laughs> strength? <laughs> no, no, no. Because I realized I think after that initial breaking. Wait a second. Strength was the problem in the first place. Surprised I caught this other... I'm going to try my constitution this time. All right, go ahead and roll. I don't know why I said it in character because I was talking about game mechanics, but it's okay. (laughs) And that is a 15. All right. Uh, You start gobbling up the pie and all the dwarves are going just as fast as you are. And everybody, including yourself, keeps stopping, looking at each other, laughing, having a good time. And at the end, you don't win. But they all clap you in the back, and they're like, good job, that was so amazing, that was fun, wasn't it? I, yeah, I didn't win, but that was great, <laughs> and I didn't destroy anything. Yeah, why would you destroy anything? I, Look at that pie, you destroyed I destroyed the pie, pie. I mean, yeah, let's say, could I get some pie. seconds and thirds? And, and your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's later. <laughs> and then as you're talking, you turn back, and that table that was in front of you full of pies, empty pie trays now, uh, is just gone. And where it is, where it was a few feet ahead is this stage. And they're like, oh, good job, good job. And you see this dwarf go up onto the stage and he starts juggling. And everybody's just applauding and having a good time. And he walks down and then another uh, dwarf goes on stage and he really quick whittles something like lightning fast. Is it a Fergus? Because I'll be like, I know someone who does that That's copywritten. Yeah, he's uh, going to have to report that. It's the most perfect Fergus you have ever (gasps) seen in your life. Don't lie to the audience here. All right. (laughs) It's good. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there will be blood <laughs> and then another dwarf goes up on stage and uh, they start doing like a little soft shoe dance and everybody's clapping and it, it, this looks like actually just like river dance hand behind the back feet going and everybody claps and they go alright Jack it's your turn go ahead 
what do I do? Just whatever your talent is. And uh, you start combing your mind of things you can do. And uh, you do realize that you could either do a feat of strength or doing a little song. A sailor shanty that you oh, know. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, hmm. Well, hmm. There once was a ship, the Billy of Tea. No, no, that's great. That's yeah, great. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll charisma. Soon may the Wellerman come <laughs> to bring us sugar and tea and rum. Ooh, that's a, right, that's a seven. The dwarfs. Right. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that would have been great if we could have had that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> um, so the dwarves welcome you off, and they're like, oh, that was great. And they start giving awards, and you don't get first, you don't get second, you don't even get third. But you feel like you had such a fun time, mm-hmm. and everybody's congratulating you. I saying feel what vulnerable a great song. with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you, they kind of start whisking you away to the other side of the room, and you turn around, and you see these two um, slanted pieces of wood a certain distance from each other with holes in it. And they're like, oh, come on, Jack, play with us. And they hand you these three bean bags. Didn't, I did this all right. Wait, it's fixed. The, Come on, never play. mind it. I'll take it, and this time I won't use strength. Right. I'll use dex. Go ahead and roll dex. For me. <laughs> and that is a eleven. All right, you kind of softly toss, trying to aim to get these bean bags into the holes, and you're missing left, right, up, and down. You're not doing a great job. The other dwarf is like nailing them left, right, um, up and down, uh, up and down. <laughs> yep. <Fair. laughs> no. Thank you. Horizontally, vertically, <laughs> um, and you lose. But you had a fun time. I and, lose, and was... but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, all of the dwarves kind of start to wisp away into smoke, kind of like the cornhole. Friends, room. where are you going? Except for what? We'll haunt your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell mommy about that rip-off Lucas statue. <laughs> uh, and all that's left is that chef that was rushing around handing out everybody food and stuff. And she turns around and she smiles at you with this big grin and she says, Strength isn't the only solution to all problems, Jag. And even when it is applicable, there often is a better way to proceed. You don't always have to fight your way through everything. I I think I kind of see that now. And I, also, you've been running around this whole time and I just feel terrible. You've been serving people and I just feel like, you know, I, what kind of a guest am I? Like, thank you for doing all this for me. That's part of what life should be is taking care of your friends and family. Making sure that everybody is okay in more ways than just defending them in combat, making sure that they're happy, healthy, and whole. These are just as important. Do you understand that, Jack? I think I do. I, I'm so used to just taking the forefront of it because I feel like if I'm the one who takes the pain, then my friends won't take it. it but I think pain can help us grow stronger and helping people heal from that pain allows them growth. Which I think is kind of, gosh, I'm having another breakthrough here. <laughs> and she smiles at you and goes, you really do understand. And all of a sudden the dwarf-like energy starts to ripple. And she doesn't really change, but she grows larger in size to the point where you're looking up at her. And she leans forward and just gives you a kiss on the forehead and says... I blush a little. Oh. <laughs> I can't take you as my permanent chosen. But I understand the situation we're in. And I will bless you as a temporary chosen of my faith and religion. But that'd be mighty swell. And I climb up and I nuzzle her and, <laughs> and break her spine. <laughs> Twice my size. It should be okay. Did, she say, did, she, did I miss her name? Uh, you did. It was 
Berenar True, True Silver. Silver. Oh, okay. Ooh. Also known as BB. BB. Known as even though there's only one B in her name, that's what they call it. Um, no, no, BB. Yeah, BB. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, BB. Oh, dude, it's Berenard Brew Silver. Sorry, that, mm. actually, that's a pretty good dwarf name. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. Take some I, I would tips, like to D&D. change my character name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll end that scene there. And so, uh, back in the main room uh, of heaven. <laughs> um, the main heaven. The, the main room. heaven room. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does he come back? No, neither did you. Oh, I thought we came back. No, no, no. So what they see is the portal opens, Jag walks in, the portal closes, and then Natasha walks over. Oh, then I still have my ID with me. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were trying to stretch it out, Ro. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I, I thought you were on the other end. I thought I came back. Through. I thought so, too. Yeah, no, 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 I apologize. Now, you, you're still... So all these things are happening simultaneously is what I'm getting at. Gotcha. And um, Lauren feels very stressed. I just hold this huge deep breath. Oh, no, I'm just waiting. I know, I'm so sweaty, everybody. On the <laughs> she is. She's on her second chair. I know. Just wait. Just, it looks like I pissed myself so many times. Just and I did. In hot seat. <laughs> just to make her feel better. Just to make you feel better. Well, this went in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> that was your challenge. Fair enough. I, I passed the flying colors, motherfuckers. And uh, Natasha walks over to Way and says, Way. Do you know what god you would like to choose? Oh, this is cool! Each of them is gonna get like their own special little puzzle room. The chance for each of them to shine in some character-centric segments. I love that! Up next, wait. What test awaits our genteel southern gentle turtle? Perhaps a cotillion? We'll find out next time when we roll another intelligence check. Welcome back to Intelligence Check. Last time, you guys found yourself in heaven with the Rider of War. There he He's goes. coming! Smaller than I thought! Oh, he's a cat form. Yeah, 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 I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Did they soundproof everything but, but the 